Welcome back to FCS Delivered, presented by FedEx Ground. I'm Craig Hanley, along with co-host Gary Reasons, back from one of his trips. Gary, happy Thanksgiving, and how you doing this week? Well, I'm just working away here, Craig. It's been a busy couple of days. You know, the holiday uh, kind of gets in the way of uh, doing some fun stuff here, which like we like to do with all the on-campus visits. But I've, I've completed a great one, and we're going to share about that in segment two. And we're ready to go here. It's playoff season. It really is, isn't it? Well, Gary, uh, Seth Biley and Graham Bell are our producers. And, of course, you can find FCS Delivered many places on all the po podcast platforms from Spotify to Amazon, Apple, Google, so many. And, of course, we hope you're also watching on YouTube, our YouTube channel. Just search for FCS Delivered. And that's a great place to, to watch the video of Gary's weekly trip, as he just mentioned. Now, Gary... We're going to do something a little different this week. Everybody's busy. We know that it's a holiday week, so we're going to go a little short with FCS Delivered. And, and we're going to talk a little playoffs. We're certainly going to talk the uh, on-campus visit, but we're just going to go a little bit shorter than usual. I hope that's okay with you. No problem here. I'm, I'm a little weary, Craig, but uh, let's get it going. <laughs> okay. Well, as you mentioned, you know, it is playoff season. Uh, uh, this past Sunday, the Selection Committee completed their 2014 pairings. Uh, no surprise, South Dakota State is the number one seed going in and the defending champion. Uh, so I, let's let's just talk about the the the, uh, the bracket. I mean, if you look at South Dakota's uh, state side of the bracket, um, you know uh, they'll be hosting the winner of Gardner Webb at Mercer, uh, which is the first round game this week. There's also uh, in the first round, Duquesne is at Youngstown State. That winner will be at the number eight seed, Villanova. North Carolina Central has its first all-time playoff uh, bid. They're going to Richmond for a first-round game, and then they'll take on the winner of uh, number five, the number five seed, Albany. And also on this side of the bracket, Nichols is at Southern Illinois. Uh, that winner will take on Idaho in the second round, Idaho being the number four seed. Now, Gary, I I've written a story this week 74% of home teams have won uh, playoff matchups on campus sites in the Frisco era, going back to the 2010 playoff since they've moved the championship game to Frisco. You know, it, it's just home sweet home when it comes to the playoffs. This first top, uh, top of the bracket, if you had to pick a road winner, who's going to get it done? Well, I'll tell you what, there, there's one team on there that I think, you know, is, is come around and it's a real bit, a bit of a different team. And it's not one that most people have kind of seen uh, in recent years. Uh, and it's the Nichols Colonels. Uh, what they have done, Craig, is they have built a team that is a lot more powerful. They're more of a running offense right now. And they've got two running backs that are very, very powerful. And I think that they can, you know, perhaps you know, find a way to keep this game close with Southern Illinois and possibly get a road victory because they can pound the rock. And when you run the football in playoff uh, conditions, it, it, it's, it oftentimes does, plays really well into a team that is emerging. Uh, let's face it, uh, uh, Nichols had a terrible start to the season, wasn't, wasn't successful, obviously had a couple FBS opponents, but really found themselves, I think, midway through the season, and now they are blossoming. Look out for the Nichols Colonels, Craig. Yeah, I, I think this this side of the bracket, the only team I don't see winning on the road would be Duquesne at Youngstown State. I think the other three have a shot, including Nichols. Uh, that's a good one. 
I'm going to go, I'll go North Carolina Central, maybe getting it done at Richmond. Obviously, North Carolina Central was playing to get back to the Celebration Bowl. Uh, an upset loss to Howard cost them that. Uh, here they are in the playoffs, a new challenge. You know, they have a terrific quarterback, Davius Richard. Uh, they have an experienced team, a, a good defensive. They're actually 3-0 and against CAA teams this year. Of course, Richmond is, is a CAA, uh, one of the champions at three. I think North Carolina Central uh, could get it done here on the road as well. I want to say stuff about the North Carolina Central part, part there also because I think that, you know, it's unique that, you know, they lost to a, to a good Howard football team and where Howard is now going to the, to the Celebration Bowl. But you look at the, 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 uh, the quality uh, of that North Carolina Central brings to the bracket. You know, nine wins is strong at the FCS level. There's no doubt about that. And, and they're a very good football team, as you talked about. So I think it's unique, and it might be to the betterment of the bracket to have North Carolina Central in there as a potential uh, stronger team from, from that area. So uh, I think that's, that's a fascinating thing of how this thing kind of came to be, that North Carolina Central was even available to, to the committee. Yeah, and, and, you know, the MEAC has not been strong through the playoffs through the years. They're 6-31, six and, six and 31, uh, their most recent team in the playoffs played Richmond, that was uh, North Carolina Cent uh, North Carolina A&T in 2016 and lost to Richmond. So this is a different North Carolina Central team. You're right. I, I think they can get it done. All right. I'll take a look here at the, the bottom side of the bracket. Obviously, number two there, you've got to look at Montana and where they're at. So, you know, they're going to be in that, that matchup potentially against with Lafayette and Delaware. They're going to get that winner out of that ball game. I think that is a very evenly matched uh, contest with uh, with uh, Delaware and Lafayette. Uh, then you move up the ladder a little bit here. Then you look at South Dakota. South Dakota is the number three seed overall, and they're going to get the winner of Sac State and North Dakota. Both of those teams, I think in their own mind, they really had subpar performances, at least not a consistent performance that they would like to have throughout the season. And this one is one of those where, okay, we can right the ship in the playoffs and then make a run. I think Sacramento State and North Dakota are all are both are two dangerous football teams in this side of the bracket. And then you look down at uh, at Montana State, and they're going to get the winner of Drake mm -hmm. and North Dakota. I just talked to the Drake guys here, and they're pretty excited about it. We'll share a little bit about that. But North Dakota uh, State is obviously, I think they're they're playing a little better football now than they had with a couple of their missteps throughout the season. I think that this is going to be a tough game for Drake. They've played there before, played last year in the regular season as, as the opener for, for I think, uh, against the Bison up there. Did not get that victory, but they felt like they came away with some experience. So that's going to be interesting. Then I like, to th I like this matchup here, Chattanooga and Austin P. That is a great ball game. It's a regional game. That That is a, a game kind of, I think that'll be a full house there. And that's they're going. That's going to have Montana State there for that. That uh, they're going to get the winner of, of that uh, Drake. Excuse me, the uh, Chattanooga and Austin P game. Excuse me, Furman gets that. Uh, Furman's going to get that that uh, that victory that victor out of that matchup. I can't get that word out today. But uh, <laughs> this this I think this bottom side of the of the bracket, Craig, uh, has some some unique games as I talked about there that uh, are are pretty compelling. Yeah, I, I think. I mean, Drake's, you know, up against it going to the Fargo Dome, obviously. But these other three matchups, certainly you can you could see a road winner. I mean, this might be the year where there's more road winners than we, we usually say. 
I, you know, if I had to pick one, uh, maybe Lafayette. Uh, I think their defense is really stout. Uh, Jamar Curtis uh, running the ball uh, has, has had a big year. Delaware is slumping a little bit. They've lost twice in, in, in the month of November. That could be a surprise, the Patriot League beating a CAA team. That, that, that might be an upset, Gary. It might be. That, 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 that very well could happen. I like the bottom side of the bracket, uh, kind of as we talked about here, are some of the games that could shake some things up. And that's why we watch these games, Craig. It's, it's fun. It's playoff time, and you never know what's coming. Well, it, as you look at the big picture, and if you had to give one kind of reaction to, to, to the entire bracket, you know, put together by the selection committee, what stands out to you? Well, well, for me, you know, I live here in Texas, you know, and I look at this at this bracket, and I'm really surprised that UIW may not be in this bracket and in this field because I think they played very good ball uh, throughout the entire season. They had one of the better overall records, you know, at a, as an eight-three team that uh, they did they did well. I'm surprised that they're not in the in this in this contest as well because I think they've got something else to to, to give. And, and anyway, that's the one that's the one team in my mind that that I see as one that possibly could have gotten into this thing to really make a little noise. But uh, that's the only thing that I, I see that is really uh, out there. You know, there's going to be some others that are that are probably close, Craig, that probably could have gotten some more uh, recognition and, and a chance to get in there. And and unfortunately, you know, in any bracketed situation, it's you can find the guys that are going to be at the top, the easier ones, which is like the, uh, uh, the top eight here. But you got to look at the, everything uh, in total. And there's always going to be some on the very – very end and hoping to get in and the disappointed ones that were had disappointment all over their face on, on Sunday morning. Yeah, I, I tell you, I, I agree. There's always going to be those teams where the bubble bursts and it's unfortunate because there are quality teams not in the field, but it just doesn't work out that way. But I'd say when I look at this bracket, boy, I, I just think it's, it's definitely set up for the Jackrabbits to get back to Frisco. I mean, They've been good against CAA teams in, in the, the playoffs or 5-1 all time in the playoffs. And, and Villanova and Albany are on that side as seeds. That would be a tough one for them to go and, and win uh, at South Dakota State. Idaho, they're the other seed there. They'd be outdoors in mid-December. And then I look at that other bottom half of the bracket that you mentioned. I mean, I just look at these teams. I mean, Montana State, uh, Montana uh, that North Dakota State at Montana State game is just, for the second round is just phenomenal for a second round game. There's so many good teams. I mean, Austin P was considered, you know, possibly a, a seed, and they're in the first round. I mean, if you think about it, Gary, South Dakota at number three and Furman at number seven, they're almost like a little bit of an afterthought when you talk about having both uh, Montana schools and South and. Uh, uh, North Dakota State in that side of the bracket. It's it's a crazy tough bracket compared to what South Dakota State has. Yeah, I, I like the bottom half of the bracket. I think it's a lot, a little bit more competitive. As you know, South Dakota State possibly in the top half. Craig may have a little little easier uh, ride down the hill here, so to speak, to, to kind of get back to Frisco. But uh, it's, you still got to play the game. You still got to compete. You still got to get your guys up for them. And that's in any one of these games. Uh, because if you if you let up whatsoever, they're just going to take it from me, and they're and, and they're going to move on and kick you in the dust. And it doesn't matter any whichever game it is. That's what playoff football is all about, and it's uh and it's it's kind of tough to get to get to the end. And you have to win, you know, a kind of a gauntlet here. You got to win one, 
two, three, four games just to get to the uh, end here, which is the national championship game in Frisco. So it's not an easy road to get there, and uh, it takes a real, a real uh, strong effort throughout this playoff bracket. Yeah, and I, I tell you, the Jackrabbits did earn the, this number one seed. And let me tell you why. Uh, the stats uh, perform FCS top twenty-five poll is a tool again for the selection selection committee this year. South Dakota State has the most top 25 wins in our stats perform poll this year. They're in the number one seed. They had six top 25 wins. Now get this, Gary, the second seed, Montana, and South Dakota, the third seed, they tied for the second most top 25 wins. Uh, they had four each, and here they are, two, three. Idaho tied for the next uh, most top 25 wins with, with three. They're the number four seed. Furman also had three. They're the number seven seed. So our poll really did well this year for for for, for showing who were the best teams and then who was beat, who were beating each other. So I, Jackrabbits certainly uh, found their way there with six top twenty-five wins. Let me ask you, Gary. Repeat national champion. Twenty-five straight wins going in. Is this the Jackrabbit Invitational? Well, they have to have to be the favorite, Craig. Then they have to look at it there. I, I've had them at the top of the of, of my bracket every every season, every week here this season, and the polls. So I, I think that they've just they've held there. They've had some tough games along the way, and they've they've learned about themselves and they've overcome a little bit of adversity. But I think that uh, they are a very quality team, and Coach Rogers has got them got them going. You know, there's there's not they're not. Uh, there's not any weaknesses really on that football team, and that's what you like, especially a, a team that is really focused. And you know, this is this is their back-to-back -back championship opportunity, and it's for it's there for the taking. And I think it sets up well for them. You know, uniquely, Craig. You know, we we start talking about our on-campus visits, and I kind of looked at the, at the bracket here and figured out, you know, of our 12 on-campus visits, guess what? I've been to seven of the the, the bracket uh, finalists here that are in the, in the uh, uh, in this bracket, and uh, it kind of gives me a little bit of a different look at this sometimes when when I know a little bit more about teams because you go and you meet and greet the, the coaches and the players and you talk about these things and you see how these players prepare and you see how the coaches prepare and how they they go about their their practices. It's fun to see and it's able to we're able to go get up close to them and this has been very unique for me this season to go out and be on campus and go to practice and go talk to these guys and and be a part of what's going on there and so i'm going to be watching through a completely different lens uh than really anybody in the country i think because i've gone and i've seen a lot of these teams and it's uh, going to be very pleasurable pleasurable for me to uh to focus on these playoffs well, throwing Howard going to Celebration Bowl, because I know you went there. That's eight out of 12 postseason teams. I think next year, some of these schools might be writing you saying, Gary, you need to come this week. <laughs> Got to come here. It's, it's a good luck charm to have uh, FCS on campus. And, uh, uh, you know, we'll, 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 we'll take all the different uh, gratis that you want to give to us to kind of kind of lure us there. But uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Well, Gary, we're going to take a quick break, and on the other side, we're going to we're going to uh, answer that age-old FCS question: Where's Gary? With our FedEx Ground FCS on-campus visit, we'll be right back with more FCS delivery.
rehearsals for the school play were really coming along. Bigger smile, Mr. Squirrel. Until a custodian accidentally threw away the costumes. Oh no. Everyone was rattled. Miss Garrity forgot how to play. And the queen of the hedgehogs almost quit. Find a new queen. But replacement costumes were shipped with FedEx. And with added peace of mind from picture proof of delivery, everyone could focus on the perfect opening night. FedEx, where now meets next. For residential delivery only. Welcome back to FCS Delivered, presented by FedEx Ground. Gary Reasons and myself, Craig Haley, we're here for our second and final segment of, of, of our podcast. Now, before we get into uh, FCS uh, National Awards on campus, uh, I just want to mention, Gary, as you know, you're one of 56 voters in our uh, Top 25 poll, and that same voting panel is voting on the season-ending awards. Uh, you can see all the finalists uh, on theanalyst.com. You have the Walter Payton Award for Offensive Player of the Year, the Buck Buchanan Award for Defensive Player of the Year, Jerry Rice, the National Freshman of the Year, uh, Eddie Robinson Award for National Coach of the Year. All the finalists, you can be, you can find them there. Uh, Gary, what, what did you think of the finalist list? Well, I, I looked at the, the list, Craig, a little bit quickly, but I think we've got a lot of great candidates to go in there across all of the awards. You know, you know, and I, I know that, uh, you know, being the host of this show for the last several years and seeing all of the quality players that have come out of the FCS, it's just amazing to me that the, the quality of players that, that we have and, and really, you know, it's now upon us as a, as a voting panel to go through these very, very carefully and pick out these very deserved winners. Because when we start talking about these awards, they mean something. It's legacy awards. What, what we call them is, is legacy awards. And you start talking about guys like Walter Payton and Buck Buchanan, some of the best of all time, Jerry Rice, Eddie Robinson. Those names mean something in the FCS and really across all levels of football. And uh, this is something that we take very, very seriously on how we want to, uh, you know, get pull, get the winners selected here and also celebrate them with uh, what we do in Frisco, Texas. So they'll be all in town with us in the, the early part of January, just before the FCS National Championship game. We'll put on a nice uh, event and uh, it'll be on television. So you guys will be able to watch it all on Valley Sports across the country in, in your area. So uh, we're looking forward to that. Sure. And, you know, with the voting ongoing this week, we, we, we probably won't, we won't be revealing our picks right now, but next week, maybe let's make it a point to, to discuss who our selections are for, for the winners and, uh, you know, and give a reason why we're picking them. And there's so many excellent candidates, but talking season ending awards that kind of goes back uh, now to, to week 12 that just passed the FCS awards, the FedEx ground uh, weekly awards, uh, players and team. Who do we have this week, Gary? Well, Craig, I think we ended on a really high note. You know, this is a really fun opportunity. So we took a team of the week, and it is the Drake Bulldogs. And very, very great game that they had, a, a close-fought game against Butler. But they came out of that on top. And what happened, Craig? They became 8-0 in conference on the season. So they won the Pioneer Football League outright. So they, they uh, had three wins to end the last season, and they put that eight wins on top of that. So that's 11 conference wins in a row. Their head coach, Scott Stepsis, has done a great job leading this football team. And it was a great, great trip for opportunity for me to go and meet 
a very, very happy team in, at Drake University in Des Moines, Iowa. It's a, it's a place where light, light uh, traffic on campus right now because some of the classes are out, but it's a beautiful campus in the middle of Des Moines. It's on the north side of town. Now, Des Moines is not a tremendously large community, but it houses this very proud Bulldog football team, and it is, they're already got it on the billboard there. 2023 PFL champions, just look at that. The facilities, I think, are great. And if you become one of the Bulldog members, you get a chance to walk down this very celebrated walk of fame here with all of their legends on, on display on the side there. And this is going out to their field, which I like this stadium. It is intimate. It is pretty much historical in that regard. They've got a great facility here. And I think that the, the players really love to play here. They have great crowds. I was talking to some of the folks there about what happens there and it is exactly what happens. You know, these, these Bulldogs really have uh, an opportunity, I think, to kind of make some noise. It's going to be tough at North Dakota State against that time, against that team. But heck, you know, stranger things have happened. You never really know. I love going there and meeting with these guys and, and talking to them and just really celebrating the victory that they had. You see this little bit of the explosion here that they've got defensively. They played a very solid football game against Butler. And offensively, they got enough done on the football field. They put enough points on the board for them to come out of there with a W. So you gotta got to take your hat off to this football team and Coach Steps just as far as what they have accomplished and what they potentially can accomplish. And I know this timeline video, I've already shown it to Coach, and he is very appreciative of it. And we talked with him there before we, we spoke with the, with the team and talked about everything that we're doing, and, and he really enjoyed that. I like talking to this group, guys, because you know they're very impactful. Now, these guys are it's a non-scholarship league. Just think about that. And we made this presentation, and here it is. The National Team of the Week Award to the Drake Bulldogs. Just look at those guys. They are very, very appreciative of, of everything that we did. We had a lot of fun here. And they knocked it out of the park. That was great. That was how they ended. So we actually had the uh, couple of different uh, opportunities there with, the, with, the, with, those with those guys. We took the offense up there and asked them, okay, your best touchdown celebration, who's it going to be? Well, we had a little dance. Then we had the defense come up. We had the same thing. And then you see that and knock it out of the park there. He took a big swing and, and they got behind that. So, but it was fun. We enjoyed that, enjoyed that. Talked to a couple of guys. There'll be some interviews coming up here with coach and, and also a couple of the players. Look at, look at that on our, our YouTube channel. But uh, I tell you, it was a very pleasurable season for me, Craig, to go out and visit 12 campuses on campus and talk to the student athletes, talk to the coaches, talk to the administration of these universities and be a part. And, and really, in every community that I went to, I shared one thing. Our, our, our goal here is to shine a brighter spotlight on FCS football and talk about the accomplishments and the, and the superlative play that, that these players put on display every single week. And I tell all of them that they are one of 128 universities that are playing FCS football. You know, there's over 12,000 FCS football players across the country, and they're part of the 1% club is what I call it. 1% of these people never have a chance in the world to play college football. And that takeaway, those experiences are really, really cool. And you can see how Drake was impacted there. And uh, there's this is all over the country at the FCS level. I'm looking forward to possibly going out to more, more uh, uh, universities and uh, with, with uh, this opportunity in a different light. Maybe sometimes in the spring, we'll be we'll looking at some of those opportunities. 
But uh, I think uh, in our first year here for our FCS on-campus visits, that this was uh, a real pleasurable thing for me. And I know that the schools really appreciated us being there and bringing some uh, accolade to you know their student athletes, their campus, and really shining that much brighter spotlight as I've talked about on those on those programs. So it was a great season. And once again, congratulations to Drake and good luck to those guys against my, uh, uh, North Dakota State this weekend. And uh, the playoffs are here and uh, here we go. Well, you know, congratulations to you too, Gary. I mean, to do 12 weeks of, of travel like this and, and to be all over the country uh, like you have, I mean, that's just rewarding and, and just, wow. Um, and did, do you feel like it hits them when, you know, during your presentation, like, wow, we're, you know, either an individual is one or more, or like they can say, we're the national team of the week. I mean, do you sense it really hitting them at that moment? Well, you know, just think of it now, Craig, there's, there's not a lot of accolade uh, on a national media level uh, that happens with the FCS. Uh, there is on the FBS level, there's, that's out there all over the place. But you know, there's not. We're the ones we're the ones championing that and bringing that story. So a, they're very appreciative. B, it's brand new. They're still learning about it. Some of the universities don't have any idea yet that this is occurring. Uh, so you know, we're going to try to continue to uh, open up the the floodgates here and let all these players and communities in to understand and see this. So share it out there with all your family and friends, and and also with all your social media contacts. Uh, you know, hey, push them out to our YouTube channel at, at FCS Deliver, and you'll you'll be able to see all the content there with our, our interviews, with our on-campus visits, and our editor has done a great job of pulling things together, and it, it's it's really been pleasurable to be able to to bring this to a different level, and, and Craig, it, it has been pretty unique to be out there uh, every single week and, and being able to, to go and make all these, these travel arrangements. And I never know where I'm going on Saturday of any week until the games are over. You and I collaborate and we, we, we make plans, a, a daily trip to get out of there, get out on campus on Monday or Tuesday. And uh, But it does, it comes and it goes really fast. And it's been something that I think has been really, really fun to add to the, the storyline of what happens at the FCS. Well, I know we're going to be wrapping up. Let me just uh, say who the other uh, FedEx Crown FCS award winners were. The, uh, Bryant uh, quarterback Zevi Ectis was the National Offensive Player of the Week. Uh, the Defensive Player of the Week was Abilene Christian linebacker Kirby Kohili, who just had a phenomenal game against an SEC team, Texas A&M. The National Special Teams Player of the Week was, was Matthew Cook, uh, the terrific place kicker from Northern Iowa, second all-time in, in field goals in FCS history. And then Jack Lane uh, subbed in at quarterback uh, for Idaho, threw six touchdowns, great week for him. Uh, and then, of course, you mentioned Drake. So just a, a great way to end a regular season, especially with the, this fun trip that you had. And, of course, we want to thank FedEx Ground and Stats Performing uh, for, for making this all happen. Uh, Seth Biley and Graham Bell, uh, really making us look good here on our podcast, our producers. Gary, I, I want to wish you a happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. Uh, I hope you get a little more rest, not, not having to travel this particular week. I hope you enjoy the football too, Gary. It's going to be great, Craig. And I, I do want to say a special thank you also because I had a chance to go out this season uh, almost every week with uh, Nick Reasons. Nick is my son, and he's in the he's in the television production and, and film production world. Uh, and he, uh, because of the work stoppage by the the writers and the actors, 
you know, his role was, was, was not a, not working. He was unable to work, but I, I took him from that world and brought him into our world. And he is a former FCS player as well himself on the f- football college level. And he, uh, he, he jumped right in and he was a very good video assistant. He's got a lot of experience in the industry. And I want to say thank you to Nick Reasons for, for being a great video assistant this season for us. And I know you've got some things coming up that you're going to be tending to, but uh, uh, that was going to be his last visit of the uh, last round of the season there for us. And uh, I really appreciate him being with us. And happy Thanksgiving to you, Craig, and everyone else out there. And uh, we hope, it, hope it's a good one for everybody. It should be. Uh, you also have the Bayou Classic in addition to the to the playoff games, the Southern and Grambling down in New Orleans. That's a, that's a big party. But yes, our focus uh, will certainly be on the eight uh, playoff games. And next week we will uh, discuss them. We'll talk. We'll look at uh, round two, and, and we'll reveal who our picks are, uh, our selections for for the FCS award. So we hope everybody enjoys the game, and thank you for tuning in uh, to another episode of FCS Delivered presented by FedEx Ground. Enjoy the week. Happy Thanksgiving.